I burned my finger on a candle, and I didn't even. It's not even burnt because of fire. It like I grabbed the top of the candle to move it, and the glass burnt my finger, Oof. and it's been hurting for four hours. Yikes! I've just had ice on it for that long, and I got aloe now. So burns suck. Like I, this is so stupid because it doesn't even look bad. It's just my fingers kind of red still, oh. but it it just hurts disproportionately bad to how it looks that's the word i was looking for <laughs> well blazing saddles fire <laughs> it's relevant i was gonna say all this talk about fire blazing and burns yeah so this isn't the first mel brooks movie you've ever seen no i um have seen young frankenstein a lot which and- which is uh, the movie uh, Gene Wilder came up with while shooting this movie, actually. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. And I've seen Robin Hood Men Tights, and I also enjoy that one a lot. Yeah. So I guess we should get started. Um, so I'm Jackie. I'm Lita. And this is Why Haven't You Watched That? And I think that I've actually seen parts of other Mel Brooks movies, like History of the World. Yeah. Uh, but And I've seen parts of this one, but I hadn't seen all of it. So Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, um, Mel Get Brooks... here. A lot of people have seen, like, clips of his stuff, but, like, I feel like a lot of the times people have not seen, like, his entire movie. Yeah. Or they'll bring him up as, like, a, as a thing against, like, political correctness, quote-unquote, while missing the entire point of the fact that it's satire. Yeah. <laughs> because people be dumb. People be dumb. God, I have just been going down some Twitter holes lately, too. Oh, and no. Just... Why would you do that, Lita? Because <laughs> I always forget. I forget just how stupid most of the world actually is. And you need to, like, remind yourself sometimes. <laughs> No, just, like, I just forget, and then I end up down a reply hole, and I'm like, oh, this is how most of the world is, and how they think, and how they speak. Okay. All right. Humanity was a mistake, so (laughs) jot that down. (laughs) It was. Anyways. (laughs) But, um, uh, yes, and I think that a lot of people maybe get him confused with Mel Gibson, who hates Jewish people or something. Yeah, and that's, like, the opposite of Mel Brooks, who is Jewish. Yeah, and, and Jewish. a lot of Jewish people. Gene Wilder is Jewish. I didn't know his real name was Jerome Silberman. Yeah. Um, interesting fact that him and Madeline Kahn were both raised Jewish and both changed their names in some capacity for the screen. Yeah, which is a really shitty thing. That they have to do, yeah. Yeah, in order to be, like, at least at the time, be taken seriously. People probably still do it now, I'm sure. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of people that go by their middle names, or uh, they'll take, like, a mother's maiden name instead of their father's last name for their stage name. Like, if it sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> I like my name, but I feel like uh, there's too many, like, blunt tongue sounds, like, duh and tuh in my I name. Think, <laughs> I like your name. I think it works. I think It's, it's hard to one. say all at once, like, if I'm leaving a voicemail and I'm like, hi, this is an... I don't think I've said my last name on this podcast, so I'm going to continue to not do that. <laughs> but, yeah, it just sounds a little bit weird, I think. But I do like it. I wouldn't change it. I would never change my last name. Yeah, I would I never married. change mine either. Like, yeah, change it when you get married? Fuck that shit. No. You've been you the whole time. Why should, why should you be the only person in the relationship to have to change your passport, your driver's license, your ID, your everything? Like, there's yeah. so much paperwork that goes into it. Yeah, and also, I like my name, and it's my identity, so... Yeah. Like, it goes with the whole idea of having to subsume your identity into the man's. Yeah. Which is BS. Yeah. Only if he had an extremely kick-ass last name. (laughs) (laughs) That I was like, I need this to be my name. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, if it was something really, really cool. Or if it was, like, a billionaire and was like, oh, well, we can't get married unless you take my last name. And I'm like, cool, well, when you die, I get $500 million or whatever, right? Yeah, worth it. Sweet. <laughs> uh, so I hadn't seen this movie in a really long time, actually. Uh, so it was cool seeing it again. 
and I had actually, like, forgotten so much of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I pretty much just remember the big moments, and I'd forgotten, like, a lot of the much smaller lines that were, like, making me crack up. Yeah. So, like, uh, did you enjoy it? What did you think of it? I liked it. It's not my favorite Mel Brooks or Gene Wilder or Madeline Kahn movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just really hard to hear the language because even though it's satirical, it's like, oh, man, it's it's just, like, rough on the ears when you're not really used to hearing it anymore, you know? I'm like, oh, I moved to Seattle. Am I back in the South? It's happening. While you're watching the movie, yeah. <laughs> you are back there. I feel like it's, it makes sense in, like, uh, the context of the film. I get... I, I, it is uncomfortable to hear, but I feel like, one, it's not used a super excessive amount like it is, say, in Tarantino films. I don't know, man. It's They used it quite a bit. They like, did. No. Like, it definitely rivaled Tarantino, like, Django and stuff. I feel like they said it much more in Django and Chain than they did in this, but I mean I f- probably because it was during slavery, but still, like yeah. But um I feel like because this is satirical and it doesn't I don't know, it is like a funny movie, but I feel like it also doesn't relish in using the word. Like I feel like some no. other films might like oh we get to say the n-word because of the time period oh let's use it as much as we can i don't feel like yeah. that was the intent behind this so I, it was a little easier to hear uh but it i mean it's still not great but also one of wrong is true if that word wasn't used at all i feel like because i feel like a big the big idea behind this is how stupid racism is yeah uh, and definitely we're supposed to, the people that are saying shitty things uh, are not people that are smart or nice. Yeah. And, and they're, like, they're, the villains. Yeah, they're completely vilified. Or they're, like, the dumb town folk. I always laugh at uh, his face when Gene Wilder's like, you know, morons, because the actor wasn't <laughs> expecting that line at all. <laughs> so, like, that laugh was, like, genuine. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so, I love their partnership in this. It's, I've seen parts of the movie with the two of them, just, like, their scenes before. Yeah. It's a great uh, buddy movie. Yeah. And they actually get to drive off into the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> this movie breaks the fourth wall so much. Mel Brooks breaks the fourth wall so much in his films. Like, mm-hmm. everything always gets, like, so meta. And I loved how it was done here, because it just goes so off the rails <laughs> at the end. I had completely forgotten that, like, the, the movie at one point, like, they're outside of the movie, and they're, like, in the theater where the movie's being screened, and, like, something similar happens in Spaceballs as well, and it's it's so funny. They just kind of be like, oh, <laughs> we're just deconstructing the construct of this entire movie, and it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that that happened either. Um, at the beginning, when they're singing, <laughs> I was like, the Acabells are quaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for one of them to be like, you just got pitch slapped. But yeah, I, uh, what, what are your favorite lines? Because I know that you Yeah, like 90% of, of my notes are my favorite lines uh and of course where the white women at that was oh yeah <laughs> uh that was one of my friends wi-fi's passwords or networks or something like that for a yeah. while because there's a i don't know there's a meme video online something i don't know yeah i think i'm I sure think, they took it from this movie um, yeah well yeah <laughs> I don't know how you felt about Mel Brooks playing a Native American who, like, speaks Yiddish. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not the best. I mean, at least it, it, like, is knowingly absurd. But, like, it's still, like, uh... Was it... Did you really need to, though, man? Yeah. Did you need to do it? <laughs> there's still, um... There's still plenty of people that I'm sure they could have hired for that. Yeah. Um, hmm. I feel like all of my notes are from the very beginning. Yeah. 
I feel like also with this movie, it's a great example of punching up versus punching down. Because I feel like a lot of the times when people, like uh, in comedy, there's a big difference between like punching down to like the victims and like punching up towards uh, the oppressors. Yes. Which this movie does the punching up perfectly and people take it as it punching down sometimes a lot. And I feel like it's people who haven't seen the movie. (laughs) Yeah. um, I feel like people probably just don't really know what the actual point is. They just are like, oh, that's that comedy about the black sheriff. Yeah. And they say the N-word in it a lot. (laughs) Also, great concept. What a great concept for a story. It's so good. It's like, um, I think originally, was that supposed to be the case? There was originally supposed to be a different actor. There was, but the the concept behind the film was the same. Uh, It was supposed to be, it was originally a different actor for uh, Gene Wilder's character. But he turned out to be an actual alcoholic. Yeah. Um, so Gene Wilder stepped in because he, like, knew all the lines and stuff anyway. So he's like, I'll it's just like, do it. It's fine. I've got this. I already know. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe uh, it's been two years since he died already and, like, everybody else in this movie except Mel Brooks is dead, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's sad. I actually can't believe Mel Brooks is still, like, kicking around. And yeah, he's, like, he's in a his voice 90s. actor. Yeah. Good for yeah. Mel Brooks, man. Still doing stuff. Yeah, uh, Mike, who was a guest on the This Is Spinal Tip episode, him and his wife went to go see him do a Q&A a couple months ago, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know, I'm in a very weird mood today. <laughs> and so I'm like, hmm, comedy, laughing, bad. What's, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what is laughter? What is yeah. joy? It's just been a weird freaking day. Yeah. Um, I liked tell him I said Al a lot. Like, <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. And also, it reminded me of the scene from Holes. Oh, yeah. He hits uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, what is his name? Mr. Something. Oh, God. Oh, man. It's, like, slipping my mind, too. It's, it's like... right there. Oh, same. Ugh. Like, Mr. Nice or Mr. Patsy or... I don't know gonna make me so mad i'm gonna look it up yeah i'm looking up right mr sir that was mr sir yeah 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 no 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 what is the guy that he the other one you mean the 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 fake doctor oh that pedansky yeah yeah but i thought you're talking about uh john voight's character no no um but yeah when zero hits him over the head and is like c-a-t cat and runs away which is the best part of any movie ever yes (laughs) so good I, I don't um, i don't watch a lot of westerns so i feel like i can't really talk about how it spoofs westerns i i just i'm i'm sure it does in a lot of ways i just never watched them i know john they asked john wayne to be in this movie and he like and read the script and he was like this is hilarious but i can't do it because it's too dirty <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like i've seen tangentially a lot of westerns uh, because my grandpa used to always have gun smoke on at the house and uh, a lot of other movies that came up on like TMC or whatever that channel is. Yeah, um, yeah TMC. No, T. Turner Classic Movies. So oh, TMC. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, the movie channel. <laughs> the movie channel. <laughs> movies, know, we man. got them. I switch letters around all the time. <laughs> Uh, movies we got them <laughs> like isn't that the slogan for all movie channels <laughs> uh, except this one's got a little bit less commercials you just gotta pay more but yeah i gunsmoke is something that i know a little bit about and i'm like it's basically ah look the southwest ah yes the sheriff ah yes the drunkard ah yes the kind of slutty lady. Ah, yes, the ill-fitting bras and the boobs being out of their dresses. I feel like that was a little bit less in Gunsmoke, but that is, like, a thing. Yeah. The saloon, the jail, it's only got two cells. <laughs> <laughs> I also know they, uh, 
Madeline Ma- Kahn's character is supposed to be like a spoof on Marlene Dietrich as well. So. I don't know who that is. Uh, she was a classic film actress in German. She was the one who, uh, she wears the, the tux and kisses the lady in the oh, movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's her. Um, yeah, I said big mood to that whole song that she sang. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I was like, is this my theme song? What is this? <laughs> Are you in show business? No. Well, then get your feet off the goddamn stage. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Hmm. And when she's, like, falling asleep on the, the column or whatever, and they bring out the chair for her. Yeah. I thought that they were just going to shoot the audience, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been kind of (laughs) dark. Yeah. Speaking of boobs, though, at the beginning, with the lady talking to the the one bad guy, and I was like... Yeah. I couldn't couldn't keep my eyes off them myself. I was like, what's going on in this scene? I don't... (laughs) But what I couldn't... What I couldn't get over was not the presence of boobs. It's just how ill-fitting the bra was. Because it makes me so cross that... The main thing that turns men on half the time seems to just be ill-fitting clothing. Yeah, because I feel like men don't care when <laughs> women are in pain. <laughs> no. Or just, like, or it's not even... The silhouette is not as attractive as it could be because the the clothing doesn't fit right. They're like, oh, a bathing suit that just, like, goes up your crotch? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just, everything just needs to be squished to yeah. oblivion. <laughs> your uh, boob is being turned into two boobs because your bra doesn't fit right and your nip's almost popping out. Awesome. You're wearing one of those stupid triangle bikinis that literally just covers your nipple and isn't actually a bikini anymore. And it like is clearly made for someone who is three cup sizes and one breast augmentation smaller than you. Fine, great, super hot. It's like just be like, naked, man. But <laughs> like, then, oh bother? no, that takes the appeal out of it. Then there's no mystery. And also, things don't hang the same way. Yeah, when someone's just naked, as opposed to like things being pulled and pushed down and like <sighs> rearranged in these various ways that aren't how the human body actually looks. Yeah, an unpopular opinion, maybe, but I think that people look better naked rather than being hoisted and arranged and squished yeah but that's just me i guess yeah on popular opinion time (laughs) naked is better than clothes (laughs) like even on men i'm like i don't want to see your junk in really tight whitey tighties does anybody want to see that (laughs) no but you know even when like like boxer briefs and stuff like if you've ever been in the underwear aisle of the men's section before and there's all the weird looking models and they've all got like those gross cotton yeah. boxer brief shorts and it's just like all you can see is just like ball sack like that's just like what you laser focus in on and it's not cute <laughs> like the psycho theme plays in the background i don't understand why they market it like that either because it's like it's like your balls will look huge in this underwear. Buy it. Which, like, why is that a good thing? And it's not for the women because it doesn't look cute. And it's not for the guys because, like, most guys are not like, ah, oh, yes, I want to look at this other dude wearing this underwear. You could probably just put the words, soft, won't leave skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, Fuck yeah, I'm sold. Buy those underwear for me. How many are in the package? Ten? Perfect. I only have to buy one and do laundry Meanwhile, once every two weeks. Meanwhile, are like 25 bucks a pop. Yeah. For less material. Yeah. I mean, they're stitched like more complicated and there's like the gusset part and everything, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I have a lot of salty opinions today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm bringing the bringing the anger to the pod yay <laughs> we feed off your anger alita oh someone needs to because <laughs> it needs to go somewhere it's a renewable resource um when the cows came in the church or the <laughs> courtroom or whatever i was like bring in the dancing lobsters <laughs> oh my god i didn't even think of that <laughs> 
<laughs> Bring in the dancing cows. <laughs> I miss that show. Ooh. Amanda Bynes deserved better. I also, like, appreciate how the movie opens with um, them working on the railroad tracks, and I feel, and it's like a, like a mix of different, like, oppressed minorities, and I feel like it's, like, something that is hardly ever acknowledged is the fact that the infrastructure of this country was built on the backs of people who were either enslaved or were paid menial wages and, like, were made to do hard labor. And, I mean, I know the movie doesn't delve into it, but it was just, like, interesting to see that as, like, the very first shot. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people do know about that, like, especially... No one, no one really thinks about it too much, I don't think. Because, like, you might know something as a fact, but you don't think about, like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's something... It is something that I think about a lot, but, like, we're us. So, yeah. <laughs> um, we think about things <laughs> I feel like it's often something that gets brought up when people are like when white people are trying to be racist and they're like well I'm Irish so like I know how it used to be because my ancestors worked on the railroad and were treated horribly too and like that's fair to a certain degree but it doesn't give you the right to say the n-word or to no. say that black people are you know not doing work or whatever or that they should get over slavery because like you're bringing up the fact that you were yeah. oppressed yeah back exactly. in the day too <laughs> exactly because mean you should just get over it and white people are like usually not very apparently irish anymore and there's not like a stigma against them as much anymore yeah. and there still is against black people and asian people and latina people like yeah <sighs> White people are the worst. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm probably particularly angry today about, like, all of the um, the immigration bans and stuff like that. Oh, too. yeah. That's been a huge topic. Hot topic. It's just, you know, like, uh, things are bad. <laughs> They're real bad, man. <laughs> things aren't going quite great, like, at all. <laughs> And they uh, they repealed the head tax in Seattle, yeah. which I'm really, really mad about. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were ranting about that. <laughs> Pretty steamed up about it. And I mean, hilarious. as you should be. Because <laughs> uh, most of my job prospects right now are in the big corporations, so if they do find my Twitter, they're not going to hire me, but whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they would find it. Hopefully not. They obviously haven't even responded to um, things that they need to respond to, so I don't think that they've been researching my social media. Like, that closely, no. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so, we start the movie, and we've got people working on the railroad, and they are not singing We've Been Working on the Railroad all the live long day, but that's what they're doing. And they say, oh, come on. It's, you guys are acting like it's 120 degrees out here. It can't be more than 114. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it's like, you fuck. <laughs> and, um, you know, all of our our protagonists and, and all of the black workers are singing beautifully, and the white people are like, oh, you know, those old slave songs, like Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. And then they just, like, look like fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That's the theme, is that most of the people, uh, most of the white people in this movie are just freaking idiots. Yes. Which is great. Because, <laughs> I mean, ra like, bigotry and racism are, at their core, just stupid. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is. It's all just based on stupid, just stupidity. That's all it is. I always think about slurs and the etymology of them because at the start of them it basically started out as someone saying the equivalent of oh you wear glasses haha ha, you're a four eyes which if you're a kid that probably hurts a little bit but you know if someone were to call you four eyes now as an adult you'd be like dude what <laughs> it's like <laughs> are we seven did we travel back in time <laughs> yeah so that's always what i think of like how much it would like how stupid it would sound to first hear an insult like that and then all of the stupid people that popularized it as a slur 
And then obviously because you're in a place of power over someone, not just in a, I'm a mean boy in your class pulling on your pigtails, but in a, I'm going to separate you from your family and hate you if you touch my, like, girlfriend. Yeah. If she says she, that you did, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's obviously different connotations with the etymology there but i think at the base of it slurs are just so stupid not stupid that people are offended by them no 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 it's valid but stupid that they ever existed yes because just like how pathetic were the people that came up with them and i know that some of them also just came from very basic beginnings like i would assume that the n-word comes from the country nigeria or the color negro or um narrow or whatever it is in different languages yeah it's narrow in in italian and i'm not saying that with the proper accent (laughs) i think anyways (laughs) but then there's also a slur against jewish people and it's literally i think just the jewish word for circle because instead of putting an x next to their name when they signed at ellis island they would put a circle like, I guess Americans would put an X next to their name or something. So then that became a slur for Jewish people, which is, like, <laughs> it's so like, shitty. I, I, I'm, lo- I'm looking at, at, like, my copy of Harold the movie. I'm like, it's literally like calling someone football. <laughs> if you take out, like, the, the, the gross injustices and the power imbalances and yeah. the centuries of violence, and it, it's just it's just very silly name-calling. Yeah, at the heart of it. And it's just it's just a shame that there weren't more people um at the same level of power as those people being like, "Shut up, you fucking idiot. What are you saying? You're not cool. <laughs> you know, you're not powerful. You're not smart. Get over yourself." But alas, there was yeah. not. Like human beings just being like so tribal and like and how far some people take it is just so fucking insane. It's... Mm-hmm. I don't have any more eloquent thoughts on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it is a lot of that, um... Well, as long as it's not me. Yeah. Mindset. Because I don't know if you ever were around people in middle school or high school that were kind of not necessarily bullies in the way that tv would like to portray them but they weren't very nice sometimes and maybe sometimes you find yourself laughing at something they said and then you feel bad about it but you laughed because you're like oh god at least it's not me that they're making fun of today yeah you know yeah i think that's a very relatable thing that happens to most people yeah it's just shitty (laughs) yeah everything sucks (laughs) and the world is dying A positive thing that I learned today uh, while I was watching YouTube videos to to try to distract from my throbbing finger, uh, Disney back in 2014, and they're terrible too, and you know, but they at least try in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Back in 2014, they were approached by some company that was like, oh, let's let's use your leftover food waste to basically compost and uh, like burn off make into gas, and use it to power some of the parks. Uh, So they sell it back to Disney as electricity. And because Disney is so big, it only powers like 2% of the parks or something. But if that happened everywhere in the world, there's millions of homes that could be powered by it. So that's a cool renewable resource fact of the day. (laughs) And it's been working out for them for four years, apparently. So Nice. Yeah. The sun is also a renewable resource, which there's a lot of in the Southwest, like in this movie. The the sun, there's a lot of sun in the Southwest. (laughs) (laughs) It's too hot. Yeah. I've only been there once. I went to Arizona, and it was in November, so it was nice. I've never been there in the summer. I would not care to go in the summer. I'm good. They're yeah. like, oh, it's a dry heat. It's fine. Yeah, maybe, nope. but still like 100, 110 fucking degrees. So no, it's thank still you. Lot. <laughs> yeah, my friend lives uh, south of Phoenix, and he told me that it reached 100 at 930 this morning. Yeah. How does he uh, live there? I don't, I don't 
he chose to move there too yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) my dad wants to move there speaking of my dad for some reason watching this movie i was like gene wilder kind of looks like my dad (laughs) really he kind of i don't know it's like the eyebrows and like around the eyes not the nose and then like with the stubble and the stuff too i'm like he looks like my dad this is so Hmm. weird (laughs) i never thought that before watching this movie this time i was like i see it and they have like the same hair color it's strange (laughs) now every time mike asks you if you actually have a dad you can just send him a picture of gene wilder (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do it Mike, if you're listening, and I know you are, I'll be sending you photos of Gene Wilder when you ask me for photos of my father. Yeah, just Photoshop them in next to your mom, like, and they're at a Queensryche concert. <laughs> and it's like a bad Photoshop job, too. It's clearly, mm-hmm. like, not him. <laughs> um, yeah, I was in Arizona in the Southwest on our road trip in February. So it was nice then, uh, but we went hiking, just a short one, around noon with Chris's uh, one grandma, and I thought I was going to die because we'd been in 28 degree weather half of the trip, and it was like 60 that day. Yeah. And I literally thought I was going to (laughs) die. It was only 60. (laughs) So I'm not built for the hot weather. Same. Even here, it just, it gets so humid and I hate it and it's like I'm moving to Canada (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been pretty humid here the past couple of days and I'm like oh feels like November in Florida (laughs) because that's kind of chilly but humid yeah you you grew up in really hot weather so it's saying something you'd be like I'd never move to the southwest Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no thank you Oh, so what do you think of uh, the ending scene with the dancing men and the watch me F-word? When the director is like, watch me, I don't yeah, want to say Yeah, it. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. <laughs> it wasn't good. I mean, this movie was made in 1974, and a lot of it was, like, pretty groundbreaking for the time. Just even the idea of them making a movie about a black sheriff, even if it's a comedy, was yeah. kind of innovative. But that wasn't... That really dated it quite a bit, that part, and just kind of brought me out of it quite a lot and was shitty. I mean, I feel like in the same way that we are not supposed to like the people saying the other slurs in the movie, I don't think that we were supposed to like that man either. And I think it was supposed to be more of a reference to someone maybe okay this is getting a little bit too armchair psychologist but i think that it might be more of a reference to there's a lot of homophobia in hollywood even though a lot of hollywood be gay because yeah that 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 was what i kind of gathered from yeah whether or not that's what it was trying to say i i don't i don't it, it might have been on some level but i feel like also it was just like done for the wolves because i mm-hmm. feel like that would have I mean, I don't know a lot about Mel Brooks as a person, especially around this time, but I feel like it would have been too enlightened of him <laughs> to kind of, like, be like, oh, this is homophobia in, like, 1974, you know what I mean? Yeah. I could be entirely wrong, though. Yeah. I would just, like, to add that as a disclaimer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the, the rector himself was coded to be they were, yeah. gay, He right? was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, it could have been a point he was making, like, these guys are so concerned with, like, not looking that way, but they are themselves. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Chris was watching it with me, and he was like, are they talking about butt sex? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess so. Because <laughs> I was doing that thing where I wasn't really actually paying attention to the lyrics. Yeah of what they were singing i was just looking at them dancing (laughs) (laughs) even the way they were dancing though yeah (laughs) Um, also we had a whole debacle with postmates because i've been having a week i've been having a day i've been having a week so i didn't make dinner yesterday we ordered in and it was like rainy and gross and our postmate guy was on a bike and i was like oh man this poor guy we ordered food from capitol hill which is far away from here Mm. like not super far but 
far enough. So it's like he's getting like way more than 20%, like just regardless. Yeah. But then I was watching on the little map thing and he went, I don't know if he had other deliveries. He probably did. I don't know. But it looked like he went past Volunteer Park, which is farther north than us. Like he needed to go the other direction and then went like down too far south and then back up diagonally and then finally over to us. And I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> I feel like and, that. I feel like that happens with me with Lyft drivers sometimes. Because for some reason, my place of work sometimes it doesn't like show up on people's GPS. Yeah. And like they will stop over by where the diner is, which is like way up further away, and they'll be waiting and waiting. I'll be like, they're not here though. Why am I getting a thing that says they're here? They're not here. And then they yeah. cancel the ride, and I'm like, but you, no. Or they'll like go in a totally different direction sometimes. Oh my gosh. They don't even try to call you or anything? No, they, that, the thing is, I'll call them, and they won't answer. And I'll, I'll have to cancel the ride, because they're just going some. I don't know where they're going. And I'm like, alright, well, bye, Felicia, I guess. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, usually the Postmates people will call me, and I'll have to, like, go stand outside, or, like, go fetch them, or whatever. Because, <laughs> um, our address is the leasing office address plus our apartment number, but we have a different entrance than the main building. And I put on the special directions, we're not in the main building, you have to do this and do that. And some people get it just fine, and other people will end up at the apartment building that's across the street in their alleyway by the parking garage and dumpsters. <laughs> and I'm like, where are you? <laughs> and, like, I know the like the, the compass directions but I know that other people don't know the compass directions of where they are. I don't. So I'll be like, okay, so here's this landmark, and if you're looking at this landmark and it's to your left, then you need to turn right, and then you have to go straight, and then you'll see me. And then they're like, what? I'm like, do you know which way north is? <laughs> see, Can the I give the it to you one, that way? The first one I would have gotten, if you had said go north, it would have been like, um... Yeah, that's, I try to describe it differently so that, you know, people will understand it, and then it just seems like it never works, so it's just a struggle every time. Yeah, everyone's dumb, which is also the theme, this, the, the theme of this movie. I, I, I forgot my one note, uh, alternate title of this movie, White People Are Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> this movie History actually went through a couple titles as well. One was uh, Tex X, which was supposed to be, like, a play on Malcolm X. Um, and then another one was Black Bart, and there is actually a sign that says Black Bart at one I've point seen in that. the movie. Uh, and then they, and Blazing Saddles is something Mel Brooks came up with while in the shower. <laughs> so they were like, oh, that sounds good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I like the cheesy Western song at the beginning. Yeah, and, and that was actually, the like, thing. they didn't tell him it was for a satirical movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, because they were like, we don't want him to, like, not have, like, to phone it in in any way. We wanted to, <laughs> him to just play it totally straight. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I forget Sorry. who sings it, though. I didn't write that down. Um, I can look it up if you want to keep talking. I, uh, that was all I had to say. <laughs> oh, well, damn. Okay, uh, fill for time. <laughs> um, Do a little rendition of it if you want. <laughs> I don't remember, and also I don't fucking sing. You'll never get me to sing on the podcast ever. No. Uh, it was Frankie Lane. He was an Italian-American singer, songwriter, and actor. Yay. He, yep. did, he did good. He got an Oscar nomination for that. Oh, yeah. Madeline Kahn did, too, I think. I think she won. Yeah, she won. An Oscar for this. Uh, is it Madeline or Madeline? I don't... I don't... I think it's Madeline. I'm not sure. I love her, though. Man, I'm just not on my game today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know the answers in this to everything we're talking about. Uh, like we said, it's been a week. <laughs> yeah. And also the bit with the quicksand. I can't see anything with quicksand in it without thinking of the john mulaney <laughs> it's like i thought quicksand be a much bigger problem when yes. i was a child <laughs> also quicksand isn't quick no not that quick, ironically i mean it's quicker than normal sand so the name is still correct but it's not like shoo, doesn't like yeah suck you in instantly yeah but it is kind of a crazy thing that there's just, like, a vacuum under yeah. the sand, you know? Scary to think about. Yeah. I didn't think that it occurred 
in the American Southwest, I thought that it was more of a thing that you would find in the jungle if yeah. you're Indiana Jones. Does it occur in the American Southwest? I'm assuming it doesn't, and they just like used it in this movie. I, I mean, which I they don't can know. get away with because it's just a comedy. <laughs> it's not trying to be accurate. <laughs> There's some messed up stuff that goes on in the American Southwest, so I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. When we were driving through Arizona. I was driving from the Grand Canyon to my friend's house, uh, and there was a part where we were just driving through 16 miles of windy road going up and down through the Red Rock during sunset, and the sun was in everyone's eyes. No one could see. It was all refracting, refracting off the Red Rock into your eyes. You couldn't see, and the speed limit was 75. Ooh. It wasn't like, go slow, go 50 around the curves. No, it was 75, and people were passing me on the right. Oh no! <laughs> it was horrifying. Yeah, my People aunt- in Arizona are crazy. Yeah, well, my aunt and uncle were uh, driving down uh, for my mom's birthday from Pennsylvania. The highway they were on, like they were going eighty, and like people were going past them. Drivers mm-hmm. in New Jersey are also like bonkers. <laughs> yeah, when we were driving there uh, to the airport after we saw you, we noticed that the speed limits were really slow, and Chris is like. New Jersey, as a state, what have you done to deserve 55 on this interstate that's like five lanes wide? It must have been something bad. Yeah. Yeah. New England drivers are bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) But so are drivers in Texas, Arizona, uh, where else were we? Utah. Utah. Yeah. Drivers are just bad in general, I think. Yeah. It's my whole thing. It's like, I don't drive because I know I'd be a bad driver, and I wish more people were like me and realized they were bad drivers. <laughs> I do, too, because there's a lot of people that do not need to be on the road, and driving really is a privilege, not a right. Yeah. But our American infrastructure is so shitty that it's kind of necessary mm-hmm. for most people to drive, so. Yeah. That is the major downside especially if you live somewhere like i live somewhere where there is public transit uh it's not great um (laughs) and now the fact that there's also like ride sharing actually helps a lot but before that i would just have to take the bus everywhere and it fucking sucked because you have to transfer Mm -hmm. and buses late or it's early when you're running a little bit behind the one time and like you try to, like, run for the bus and you look like that asshole that's just, like, running down yeah. the street and then the bus driver still pulls off and leaves yeah. you alone. Yeah. That once I was waiting for the bus at night, I was standing outside the stop. It wasn't like I was obscured by the darkness. I was standing out there and the bus just drove right past me. Oh, my God. And I was like, how am I supposed to get home now? <laughs> like that episode of Spongebob. It was. <laughs> I swear that's what that's what it's like. It's like you reaching into the vending machine and then it pulls up and then you take it out and then it pulls. That, that that's what it's like getting the bus. Honestly, it really is. Like I watched that as a kid and I I didn't know. I was ignorant. And then I, I I thought of it and then saw it again as an adult. I'm like this is literally what's like taking NJ Transit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, speaking of transportation, um, the end of the movie. The train. Uh, oh no. Well, what were you gonna say? The train. The train. <laughs> is a mode of transportation (laughs) well i was going to talk about the end of the movie where they get into the car reminds me so much of the ending of monty python the holy grail where the cops show up at the end yeah and this actually came out the year before monty python the holy grail did and i didn't know that movie was that old actually oh really yeah yeah that was the 70s man that was was uh, crazy that was the monty python time yeah uh but yeah, like they, I feel like both of those films break the fourth wall so much as well, and it's not it's the Monty Python and Mel Brooks comedy isn't like the same at all, but the similarities they do share. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it was like a, I feel like comedy goes through trends a lot of the times too. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a a similar thread between the two. Yeah, because they're both like very much are satirical and poke fun at uh the power structures and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of thing. So it is something they share in common. Well, I didn't vote for you. <laughs> Come see the violence inherent in the system. Help, help I'm being repressed. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I sort of wish you hadn't seen that movie just so we could do Money that Python. Movie. Yeah. I um, haven't seen Life of Brian. <gasps> oh, we should actually. Do that. 
I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of it. Well, we should do that one. That one's really good. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't really have anything else to be totally honest with you. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I there. I feel like there's probably so much to say about this movie, but I was never like super into Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So whereas a lot of the other stuff we've done, I felt like much more prepared because I was like into it at some yeah. point. Yeah, you know. I do love this movie though. It's very funny. I just have a note that says when, LMAO, and I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I was talking about. I have about. a note. I don't know why I wrote this. I'm assuming there was something. Oh yeah, it's the part where they're pledging allegiance, and I wrote, yeah, I wrote a pl- I pledge allegiance to the band of Mr. C.G. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was just thinking about how creepy the pledge of allegiance actually is. It is, and I I forget if it was you who posted this or retweeted or someone else did. But, like the pledge Probably. of allegiance was like um, it started out as like a marketing thing. In mm-hmm. like the eighteen hundreds to sell like flags to schoolrooms. Be yeah. like, buy this flag for your schoolroom and uh have your kids say the Pledge of Allegiance to it. Here you go. And then yeah. uh So that's kind of America in a nutshell, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of sums it all up. I stopped saying it in middle school. Oh yeah. Um because we kind of all thought about how creepy it was. Yeah. I I I, I, I didn't say it uh starting in high school, I think. Um, and I think sometimes about how, like, there would be, there's some, uh, school districts and some cultures where if you don't say it, you get in trouble for not saying it. Oh, yeah. We had some teachers that, like, we, unless you were a Jehovah's Witness, you had to stand up. Um, or, like, somebody else that had, like, religious issues with Mm -hmm. the under God part. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you didn't say it, you had to stand up. Yeah. Unless you were, like, we had a journalism class in eighth grade, and we were in a different room from our teacher half the time, just, like, doing whatever, like, putting the newspaper together and using those scary paper chopper things. Oh, I love those things. <laughs> we had those in my graphic design class. I love They're them. They're scary. I loved it. Uh, but, yeah, we had a lot of teachers that, like, we just, we'd have to mouth the words yeah. instead. See, I would, I would stand up. But I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't, like, mouth it along. And I, I remember there was one Jehovah's Witness in one of my uh, history classes once. And people, like, my other classmates, like, got on his case about it from what I remember. Mm-hmm. They're like, why aren't you standing up for the pledge? And he's like, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. And they're like, what does that mean? And it's like, it yeah. means we don't stand for the pledge. It's a religious thing. And the teacher had to get everyone to, like, stop, like, asking him about it. Yeah. I In elementary school, one of the boys I had a crush on didn't stand for the pledge and we were like why is he not standing and somebody explained it to us it might have been him i don't know a lot of people just don't understand it but it's the whole thing of like they can't worship any false idols or symbols of anything that isn't actually jehovah yeah i mean at least see the thing is i'm not religious i'm against organized religion but i can respect religions that are consistent (laughs) yeah It's like, I mean, I don't agree with you at all, but at least, you know, you you you're, you do what you say <laughs> you're going to do. I, I think that as long as it's... And not hurting, not hurting anyone. anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Like, that's, a, that's a big one. Don't hurt people. <laughs> like, don't be consistent in, like, hating gay people, for example. Yeah. Well, the thing is, because the Bible wasn't even consistent in, like, people... Anyway, that's yeah. a whole other time. <laughs> let's not get into that mess yeah there's a whole section of the bible that says that if you've had a child that you are unclean and you're not allowed to go to church for a certain amount of time and it is less time if you've had a boy than if you've had a girl i think that's in leviticus though which like you know everyone's like what well i i i get i i yeah because it wasn't the whole point of Jesus is that all that stuff is, like, out the window. I thought that was, like, the whole point. But the thing, like, I feel like so many Christians are, like, point to stuff from the Old Testament. But mm-hmm. it's, spo- it's stuff that's supposed to be, like, never mind. <laughs> Forget <Yeah>. it. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a religion expert, so I don't really want to speak about it too much. Yeah. But that's just I'm not either. Yeah. Didn't grow up with religion. I... The thing is, like, when I was a kid, I kind of just, we're getting a little deep now. I just kind of believe, <laughs> we're getting very off the rails. Um, I just kind of, like, believed in God the same way a child might believe in Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairy. Me um, too. I had, like, uh, one of those, uh, if you remember these, those uh, those praying Beanie Babies. 
like mm-hmm. the, it's like the bear yeah I had that and I, I I I prayed with it every night and like I didn't know why I was doing it I was just doing it and me and my parents we, my family we never went to church we never did any of that stuff the only times I've been in churches have been uh uh for weddings and mm-hmm. and uh once for my friends uh u- uh Unitarian ceremony and Unitarians are like not even really like I mean it's a religion but it's like you can think whatever you want to think mm-hmm. kind of thing which if i was to join a church that would be what i would do because it's like yeah don't tell me what to do mom you know kind of thing <laughs> think what i want i mean i can definitely see why so many people are parts of organized religions i mean yeah. like one they've been brought up in it and two exactly, yeah. i'm jealous of people that have faith in something yeah because... I, and I, I can definitely get behind uh the sense of community yeah that's that was gonna be my last point is having this built-in community to help you out, you know? Yes. Be close to people. Be, like, part of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's how humans are supposed to live. We live in a very uh, socially isolated society. Yeah, which is honestly potentially why so many of us are so depressed now. Yeah. Like, like we're wh- more connected to each other than ever through artificial means. Yeah, but it's how you and I know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met many great people over the internet, but it's, it is very, I, there's periods of my life where, like, most of my friends were only online, and I was very isolated and depressed and sad. So, yeah. it's a double-edged sword. It is. There's definitely something different about being able to see people in real life and interact with them. Yes, there that is. That way. Yeah. Um... I don't know how to bring this back to the movie. Yeah, I don't either, man. <laughs> we haven't really talked about the movie too much. Um, there were a lot of people that got their SAG cards at the end of it, though, with all the extras on the oh, studio sets. That must be nice. Yeah. Um, oh, and there was, uh, I remember reading the bit of trivia. There was, like, one guy, uh, while they were, like, shooting the scenes of them, like, going to the movie theater and stuff he was just like watching in the background they're like can you leave but like he wouldn't leave so mel brooks was like okay you just get him to sign this waiver so he'll, we'll just leave him in <laughs> just leave him in it <laughs> nice <laughs> actually reminds, that's a good solution yeah reminds me of when uh we were shooting letters to quentin and we were shooting uh this one scene outside of the character alex skateboarding and like people were coming up and asking what we were doing and we got, we got, like, audio confirmation for them to be in it, but we didn't use most of it, especially the one guy who just, like, kept talking and was very strange. Mm. I have lots of outtake footage of that, too. <laughs> he just kept coming up take after take. We had to, like, walk down the street to get away from him. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, it's awkward. Like, obviously we're doing something and you're not invited. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we talk about the horses? Yeah. Because I don't like in movies... And this happens in a lot of westerns and some action movies where the horses do the thing where they topple over. And I know that horses are, like, big and strong and they, like, can be trained to fall down a certain way and whatever. But I still don't like it. And I know that there are horses that have gotten hurt like that. And it makes me really sad. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, I wonder too, in the 70s, like, how much um, animal rights on sets was there a were. Thing. I feel like I'm sure it wasn't a lot. I'm sure it was less than today. Is it, yeah. It was probably a bit more Wild West than uh, it is now. Yeah. In regards to that, which is terrible. Yeah. I did think it was funny when they had the fake one that they toppled over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I wish they would have done that for all of that, you know? Yeah. The, this is what I love about comedies because, like, there, there are problems you get like that where you can't use something real or Mm -hmm. like it's not in the budget but you can just make it look really silly and people just go with it because it's just a comedy comedy. yeah but you can't do that in a movie like say warhorse you know yeah (laughs) because it's supposed to (laughs) (laughs) i just imagine just having like a stuffed horse (laughs) like benedict cumberbatch just riding like a rocking pony or something at one point (laughs) and it's not even like it's not even like a big horse it's like He's superimposed on a screen that's just a stuffed horse in the very, very near foreground, and someone's just, like, you can see their hand underneath, like, making it bob around. (laughs) It's, like, on a stick, you know? (laughs) And then something, like, you can see it, like, pans over to the side, and someone's, like, gently cuddling theirs. (laughs) 
That's what it's I like, would I be doing. I want to take them home. It's like, you can't take the horse home. It's a prop. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't get enough love here. I'll feed him apples every night. It's not a real horse, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's lost it. Yeah. Gotta replace another extra. <laughs> um, so, we've talked about hardly any of the movie. No. <laughs> This is the problem with the comics, which is why uh, we're not doing this after this episode, but in August, <laughs> we are going to have Comedy Month, where once a week, we will do a dumb little comedy, and it'll be a much shorter episode that's 30 minutes, and it's going to yes. be every week for a month, and we're going to have guests on for two of the episodes. Yeah, we're not going to tell fun. you who they are or what the movies are, so <laughs> you anticipate it heavily, as I'm sure you will. <laughs> You won't be able to sleep until we air these episodes. Tossing and turning. What are the girls going to do next? <laughs> I'm sure you do that every twice a month every, anyway. Yeah. But What uh, will they rant about in the next episode? I can't wait to see. <laughs> You're wearing a monocle suddenly. <laughs> uh, I was really disturbed by the hanging scenes. The yeah. line of people yeah. being hanged. It was funny, though, they had a, a medieval executioner, mm-hmm. and he just that like, has remind- an accent. <laughs> that was very Monty Python, I feel like. Yeah, it was. And that guy was also uh, in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew I recognized him. Um, I thought the one guy was the dad from Mary Poppins, and you told me he was not. No. Her- um, yeah, it wasn't. It was Harvey Corman who was not in Mary Poppins. <laughs> he looked really similar, though. They do have a similar look, to be fair. Yeah. Uh... There was something, oh, when <laughs> when they hang the man on the horse and the other guy gets freaked out and he's like, oh, they're there, they're there. It's just a man on a horse being hanged. No no big deal. He's like, it's okay. It's so fucked up. Uh, something I also liked in this, in this movie is like the joke of like people uh, treating material objects and animals as more as uh, more important than the actual lives of the black men. <laughs> yeah. That was like, it's funny, but it's too real also. Yeah. And like at the very beginning when they get the uh, the cart out of the quicksand and don't help the guys yeah. out of it. It reminds me of uh, the bank community where it's like, it's like, I can tolerate racism, but I can't, what I can't tolerate is animal cruelty. And it's like, yeah. you can understand racism. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> I always think about in community when they pick up the hitchhiker and Shirley and Britta are, um, are arguing about it. And then all of a sudden he starts singing about Jesus and he's like, uh, what is it? This next one is called... Mixing races, don't you do it, or something like that. And me and Chris quote that all the time, don't you do it. And, like, they screech to a halt and kick him out of the car. Wait, which season was that? Because I don't remember that, actually. Um, I think it might be the third one where they're moving Annie. Oh, I've seen that episode. How do I not remember this? Whatever. It's been a long time. Uh- <laughs> um, I feel like Mongo was the sloth from the Goonies of this movie. <laughs> And yes, I mean that in the way that you think that I mean that, and that it's, I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, well, I also just never liked the Goonies myself. No. There's actually a really good, um, no, never mind. It's, there's a shitty person that hosts that podcast, but there was a good episode of this podcast uh, with Elijah Wood about the Goonies and how it's actually not a good movie like everyone thinks it Thank is, you. and it's actually oh really creepy. Because, like, as soon as I had said, like, I didn't really like the Goonies, I was expecting, like, the assassins to, like, come mm-hmm. in through my window. Like, she didn't like the Goonies, but no, it's I not a like good movie. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's really sexist. And the saddest is. thing I have ever heard about something in Hollywood, not the saddest thing I've ever heard, but the kid that is, like, the, the bigger kid, and he does the truffle shuffle. Yeah. He didn't want to do that, and they kept yeah. making him do that. Yeah, I and that too. there was some interview with him at his house, and his parents were there, and he was looking out the window, and apparently they asked him, well, what are you looking for? And he said, my fans. No. And it's just, like, the saddest thing I've ever fucking heard. 
That's so sad. Why would you tell me this? <laughs> I'm gonna be depressed the rest of the night. Like it's just, and it's it goes to show kids being mistreated, animals being mistreated, all for the name of shitty art. Yeah. People being mistreated and psychologically tortured and made to do things that they aren't comfortable with. And it's like, it shouldn't be that serious, man. It's just Hollywood, you know? Like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal, and we've made it such a big deal. It's so weird. It really is. And it just gets into that whole thing of, like, power getting to people's heads and Mm -hmm. not, like, as we said multiple times, not viewing other people as people, just as a means to an end. Yeah. And your end fucking sucks, dude. Sorry, but it does. I would never be able to put someone through something like that no you know what i mean like even if i was like like the per- like uh i wanted a specific reaction to something you can get shit out of people in other ways that isn't going to harm them you yeah. can figure it out it's it's so it's so unproductive and <laughs> it's it's just terrible and i don't know how people live with themselves sometimes i really don't just like making somebody work in 114 degrees, yeah, hanging away at a railroad all yeah, day. Yeah, they don't see them as human. That's you get really docked what it... pay if you pass out. Yeah, they don't see them as human. And honestly, once again, I feel like the the saddest thing about watching this movie and why I didn't laugh as much as maybe I would have once, um, or like I have with other Mel Brooks movies, is that it feels too too uh like what is still going on today yeah like that's true it was made in the 70s making fun of a time in the late 1800s early 1900s and then the movies that came about those things that were maybe like the 30s and 40s 50s uh the fact that in the 70s things were still bad back then things were real bad and now things are bad (laughs) like like you like you can see progress being made in some areas and then not being made in other areas and yeah it's it's like it, it's hard to keep in mind sometimes that like progress can be extremely slow mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like we should be better than this by now guys come on it's, we really should it's it's just... especially because of how much we've all talked about it and seen satire of it I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, I feel like it's also that thing, like, um, that Stephen Colbert effect where Republicans think that, like, his <sighs> thing was, like, sincere. Mm-hmm. Like, they know it's, like, comedy, but they also think he's, like, on their side and he's not parodying them. Yeah, I was gonna mention that, actually, toward the start of the podcast. I think that a lot of people probably see this and think, oh, I can say that word, or, oh, I, that's kind of funny, but they think it's funny for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? like missing, just missing the point entirely. Yeah. And Lindsay Ellis did a great uh, video essay about satire in Mel Brooks films. Mm-hmm. Um, where this movie was brought up as well. And uh, it's just, it's a hard line to straddle because you want to, you want to be able to satirize things and be funny while you're doing it but then the problem is sometimes you also for lots of people they miss the mark entirely and they wind up getting the entirely wrong message from it so it's it's very difficult to kind of like straddle that line of saying what you want to say how you want to say it and not having people misconstrued in extremely harmful ways yeah um i think that to avoid that we should just, at the end of any media that we make like this, just say, you know, a good old hearty, fuck you. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, like, provide, like, have someone like like Captain America come out and be like, alright, so this is the messages of the film for all of you who didn't understand. Have him <laughs> sit on the chair and hold so. your hands and walk you through it and say, alright guys, slavery was bad. Also, Jim Crow wasn't that long ago and you're still pre- treating people like garbage. You have to stop you're an asshole and no one likes you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the Looney Tunes theme came into my head just then, but yeah. Because that's all, folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, mean, I feel like we, t- we touched on the underlying topics of the movie 
enough even if we didn't talk about the movie more like frame by frame like we've done some of our others yeah again the problem with doing comedy is even thoughtful ones like this one Mm -hmm. unfortunately Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah i'm looking forward to when we do comedy month i think that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah uh it'll be a little bit hard i think for me to not go off the rails so yeah i i I have a plan i'll let you know (laughs) i have a plan for this (laughs) i just have so much so many rants i have so many things to say and we love you for it (laughs) i also didn't get to mention how hot i find carrie was back in the day oh yeah uh, robin hood men in tights reminded me of that he's a he was a pretty pretty boy what a beautiful man you've also seen the princess bride so we can't do yeah. that one yeah we would have I do to love that movie maybe we have a guest on who's never seen it somehow i don't even know if i can find any friends who haven't seen the princess bride even chris has seen it so yeah, yeah. that'd be a tough one yeah anybody listen to this if you're one of my friends and you haven't seen the princess bride hit up my dms let me know <laughs> go um I don't know. I was going to make a Princess Bride joke about going down in the DMs, but it just, my brain is... Yeah. I was thinking about them rolling down the hill. So just imagine them rolling down the hill and into your DMs. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> As you wish. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I... What have we learned today, class? Racism is bad, and it will always be bad. And racism is dumb as well. Is yeah. bad dome in bed uh so that's been why haven't you watched that uh be sure to follow please follow us on twitter at the ywt <laughs> podcast i work so hard to find cool things to post on there so please just follow it it's not just links to the episodes um and also rate us and review us on itunes if you can spare a moment we'd really yeah. appreciate it I think that the only things that I have posted to the Twitter have all been Mad Max related, and I wanted to post something the other day to it, and it was still Mad Max related, so I didn't post it. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm trash. No, I love curating the Twitter. I I really like doing it. That's why I was like, we should have a Twitter, because I got the idea to do it like that. (laughs) Social media manager Jackie over here. Yeah, hire me, please. Please give me money. Listen, so many people write for those stupid corporate and, accounts. And, yeah, you could put, do that for and sure. And put winky faces in the email subject line for Ugh. Expedia. <laughs> They're over in Bellevue. I can go and kick their butts. Please do it. <laughs> I met a girl at the dog park once that worked at Expedia, and she was like, I'm quitting soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's been the show. I'm sorry that we go off the rails so much, but also I'm not sorry, and if you don't like it, deal with it. Yeah, how'd you get this far? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, so I'm Jackie. And I'm Lita. And this has been Why Haven't You Watched That?